Hi, I'm Brian Horn with Lawn and Landscape Magazine. Uh, here on the Lawn Care Radio Network, I had a chance to interview Sean McNamara. Sean is manager at Great Oak, the makers of Deer Pro Repellents, and he gave us some tips on keeping deer off your customers' lawns and just the overall status of deer. Are they, are they becoming more popular in certain areas? So here's my conversation with Sean. So, Sean, what is the status of the deer population in America? Is it growing, decreasing, or is it sort of staying the same? And does it depend on geography and location? Uh, Yes, it does. The deer population is growing across the country. Uh, For example, I live in Connecticut, and growing up in the 1970s, it was very rare to see a deer. In fact, you might even stop your car and take a look uh, because it was such a rare sight. And now you actually have to swerve your car to avoid hitting the deer. There are so many. It's not unusual to see eight or ten deer at a time where we live here in the suburbs. Um, We're kind of in the outer suburbs of New York City. And a hundred years ago, this was all farmland, and the, the area was cleared of trees, and there were very few deer. But what's happened over time is the farmland has been turned over to housing developments and um, some of the area has been preserved for woodland and the woods have come back and the woods have matured and now are producing lots of food and cover for the deer. And so that's really been the change and it's happening, not only has it happened here in Connecticut, but it's starting to happen really across the country in any of the suburb of all of the major cities. And... Um, what you have is a situation, like I said, it's a perfect habitat for the for the deer. You have per- cover from the for the woodlands because we have segmented communities, and you have no predators aside from automobiles. You really have the perfect environment for them to live in. And in addition, we've now planted beautiful landscapes for them, which provides them food uh, through the winter time. They what they'll do is they'll bulk up in the fall on the nuts, so the kind of carbo load for the winter, and then in some years where you don't have a lot of nuts available because acorn mass will vary from year to year when you have a light acorn mass the deer will do tremendous amount of damage to woody ornamental evergreens in the landscaping and it's the frustration of many gardeners uh, especially in this community and now spreading across the country so what are some ways to prevent uh, deer from uh, from entering a customer's lawn um, certain type of plants you should avoid? Is there something uh, contractors can do? Yes, well, traditionally what people would do is they'd put up a fence, and fencing is an effective way to keep them out. The problem is deer are very good jumpers, so they can hop over an 8-foot fence with no problem. So you really need to put up an, a 10- to 12-foot fence to really eliminate them from coming in. And what you have now is a lot of zoning laws that are coming into these communities that will prevent a fence that's really high enough to keep a deer out. So, but if you do put up a fence, you have to maintain it. We often we'll see, uh, you know, a tree come down in the middle of the winter time, the deer jump into a fenced in area, and they end up actually doing more damage in the fenced in area <laughs> than they would if they were just kind of passing through. So just putting up a fence, it's not the end. You do need to maintain them, and there are some other issues about fencing. Um, some of my customers will fence in their backyard, but they'll, they still need to deal with the front yard being exposed to deer traffic. Um, and, of course, you need to drive in your driveway, so you may have to put in a, an automatic fence. So all of those issues had to be taken into consideration when you think about fencing. The, um, the other alternative is to plant deer-resistant plants, and that's what's been a trend here in, um, in Connecticut for, boy, the last 15 to 20 years. And there are problems with that. Um, 
there's a very limited uh, number of plants that the deer will, especially when we talk about what they will eat in the wintertime, um, there's a very limited uh, number of plants that they won't eat, and it becomes very boring. Most of the flowering shrubs the deer will eat. So, um, and you create kind of like a monoculture, uh, which creates problems. For instance, some of the plants the deer uh, tend not to eat in this area would be spruce and boxwood and andromeda and it's a very short list and so but people have planted all of those plants and now we're seeing boxwood leaf miner kind of explode in this area so just planting the things that they won't eat is not the end of the problem you're going to actually invite other types of problems Mm -hmm. and then the other alternative would be to use repellents and a lot of people uh use uh sprays uh there are plenty of products that you can buy at the local hardware store, but um, most of them don't last very long. They don't work very well. People become very frustrated. We have a small retail nursery here at the nur- in, in Connecticut, and uh, we've seen people stop buying a lot of the plants that the deer like to eat, um, whether they're impatient or hosta. They just become frustrated planting these things and having the deer come in, and even if they spend a lot of money and time putting on repellents, it becomes very frustrating. So there really is an opportunity for people who are in the landscaping business to, uh, to step in and provide a, a, a value by protecting the plants and allowing people to enjoy gardening by using professional-grade repellents in the, mar- in, the, uh, in the landscaping. What is the active ingredient, ingredient to look for? Is there, is there one that uh, contractors should look for in a product? Yes, well, we have, uh, we have a product called Deer Pro. We have two different ones. We have one for the wintertime and one for the spring and summer. The wintertime is when the deer are going to do that really expensive damage to uh, arborvitae and to uh, hemlocks, pines, uh, rhododendrons, and hollies. These are, this can be permanent damage. Uh, sometimes plants can recover, but often an arborvitae that's been eaten, that's going to be disfigured for years if, if it's even able to recover. So that's, uh, there's a great opportunity to provide customers with value. What you need to use during the wintertime is a strong taste deterrent because the deer are, uh, most of this, the repellents that are available on the market are smell deterrents. But with the cold temperatures, the smell deterrents just don't work. As you, as you can imagine, what the colder it gets, the less things tend to smell. Right. So you need to have a strong taste deterrent during the wintertime. The only thing that we've found that, you, that really works reliably is thyram. Thyram is a repellent that's been around for many, many years. It's an active ingredient that's only available to commercial applicators. It's not something that the homeowner can purchase. And we've developed with uh, Deer Pro Winter a way of applying it just in the fall so it will last the entire winter because it's very difficult to spray a liquid repellent when you have freezing temperatures and snow and ice. So we developed a spray that you apply in October and November, and it lasts the entire winter. But it doesn't work well for the growing season because when things are growing, like your hosta or your impatience, you want to apply a product that has a smell deterrent so it keeps up with new growth in between application. It also needs to stand up to the rain. Um, so we wanted to, because a commercial applicator can't come around every time it rains. It really needs to be reliable, last at least a month, and um, and not smell really bad. Most of the products smell awful, and many customers just are turned off by the uh, the overwhelming smell of them, and they don't like to do it themselves. Um, so it, there is an opportunity for a commercial applicator to come in with a low-smelling um, 
product that will last through the rain for at least a month. And for most of my customers that I'm providing a, um, a, a, a growing season uh, spray, we're doing a monthly spray or every six weeks. Now, what is, is the chemical in the smell deterrent one the same as in the taste deterrent that a contractor should look for? No, it's a different spray. We use an egg-based spray, and that works very well. Uh, eggs, uh, one of the, it's been used for many, many years. It's one of the things that definitely deer will stay away from if they put their nose up to a plant that's been protected with an, el- uh, with a, with an egg deterrent they will back away and they won't eat it. So it's, uh, as long as you have something that is a combination of a good repellent and long-lasting, you can provide a value. Are there any home, uh, you mentioned eggs, Are there any? is there anything around the house? Have you heard of any home-based remedies to keep deer away? I mean, is breaking an, an egg over a plant an option? Sure, absolutely. A lot of people have been using the home remedies for many years. People will hang bags of hair or they will put uh, uh, Irish soap was a big deterrent most of them don't work very well and even the ones that you can buy over the counter in the store they don't work well because they don't last most of them will smell really bad and dissipate very quickly so you get maybe a couple of days maybe 10 days of protection and then that smell wears away and goes away so you need something that's uh, been developed to last a longer period of time especially if you're a commercial applicator right is it ever an option uh this might sound stupid but to you know plant a plant specifically that you want the deer to go after i mean if you've tried everything they're just going to come back they love your your customer's yard um is is there something you could plant that would just attract the deer to that one specific plant yeah I, i have a lot of customers that have tried that over the years they'll even put out say salt licks or they'll throw corn out so that they're hoping that the deer will go and eat that and leave their plants alone. Mm -hmm. The problem is deer are browsers, so they Mm -hmm. will take a bite of one thing and they'll move to the next and they'll move to the next. So if you're inviting them onto your yard, you actually are causing problems. I had a customer that put out a ton of bird feeders and the the deer were coming in, excuse me, the deer were coming in to eat the bird feed and then they would browse on even the stuff that we had treated, and it was being—it was very difficult. It was, it was actually her uh, feeding the deer was working against our repellent. Oh. So you definitely want to break the habit of them coming to your property as a food source. And so I do not recommend trying to uh, get them to go to one particular thing because inevitably they're going to move through your your landscape and eat the stuff you don't want them to eat. They are not polite guests, I guess. No, they are not. Um, that was it for my question, Sean. Did you uh, want to add anything? Anything you think we missed? Um, I think that that's it. Okay, Sean. Well, I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks.